Welcome back to the Go Be Wyoming podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Zach. We are your hosts as third generation Wyomingites. We saw the need for a Wyoming focused show highlighting Wyoming values and morals. We are dedicated to bringing you the people, businesses, places, and organizations that embody what it means to go be Wyoming. into episode 81 on today's show. Zach and I cover a lot that has happened throughout the state uh, during the week of January 11th. Our main stories today, Zach, are uh, Liz Cheney um, and the second impeachment of Donald Trump. Um, We're going to provide a little more facts on Wyoming's energy future. Um, And just a reminder, kind of a a theme that we're going to hit on a lot is stick to your values, stick to your morals. You know, uh, don't just stick to party lines. First up, Zach, let's uh, give a moment to some of our sponsors. Um, This episode is brought to you by Alpha Graphics of Sheridan. They offer a full variety of printing needs for any business, whether that be large format, color printing, digital printing, as well as they offer uh, web design, social media marketing, and more. Another sponsor for today's show is DYT Solutions, offering custom digital marketing solutions for your company or brand. Sheridan County Title is another sponsor today. They have better service for a better price. Ask for the best title service that has been serving Sheridan for over 50 years. And our last sponsor is Jess Hattervig of ERA Carroll Realty. With this unprecedented housing boom up here in northeastern Wyoming and really Wyoming in general, you will need an expert realtor to help you out if you're looking to buy, sell, or even build a home. Give Jess a call today at 307-751-6924. Let's get into it, Zach. All right. First up, some state news. Um, I found this from Cowboy State Daily. This is really cool, and I mean, it should be no surprise to anybody. Uh, Wyoming ranked 11th in inbound movers. Um, this this study does actually even incorporate like people moving out of the state, and so it, you know, and then ranks all the states. Um, sure. So we're number 11th. That's no surprise to anybody. Um, you know, some of the top states that I thought were noteworthy was South Carolina red state, South Dakota, red state, Idaho, red state, um, South Dakota is up there. Number four. Yeah. Um, you know, and our, my big thing I had away from this act was this is what Bo Biteman was talking about in his last interview with us is, you know, Wyoming needs to make sure we have leadership and stability, right? People are moving here, you know, and there's a reason why they're moving here. Um, yeah, I mean, look at South Dakota, they're number four, Mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's no reason Wyoming should be behind them. We're, we're roughly the same in, in what they do and everything like that. But I would right. say Christy Nome being the governor and her leadership, I think makes people want to move there. Um, certainly. Yeah. I mean, look when your entire state's been shut down for months at this point and mask mandates galore and all that, you look to the States that aren't doing that. I mean, Wyoming, sure. But I don't, to my knowledge, South Dakota hasn't implemented a mask mandate and hasn't locked down once. Yep. So take without what you will, but yeah, obviously people want to live there instead of these other places. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, I mean, and I, I think my big take was with Bo's interview was stability, you know, and I think regardless if you think that was right or wrong with no restrictions in South Dakota, she stuck to her guns. She said, this is what I'm going to do from day one. And she stuck with it. And, I, and that's what I mean is like just stability. She, yeah. you know, 
whether whether it be she thinks the sky is green, you know, it's like I want somebody that's like, nope. Yeah. You know, <laughs> now, I mean, that's a stupid example because we know it's not green. But anyways, um, yeah. So anyways, um, I want to throw this question at you, Zach. You know, why does no one offer this kind of question of why can't Wyoming be, you know, a beacon of like stability and almost dependence or in yeah. independence of like, we don't care what happens to the rest of the country. We've got coal, we got natural gas, we've got nuclear, we've got water. Yeah. If you guys all start getting on fire, okay, we're just in here in Wyoming yep. being happy. We're good. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, it's interesting. I think, I think that sentiment goes back a long ways to, you know, I would even say pre-civil war where it's, it's that sort of, um, state overfed over anybody else sort of mentality. Um, it's, it's interesting. And I think, you know, maybe not a complete return to that, but certainly, um, a mentality of, you know what, things are not going well for other people. And we, we recognize that we recognize that people need, you know, that we depend on each other as 50 states do, but we do want to have a little bit of say over our future. You know, yep. we don't want that tied up in, in other places. Well, we want responsibility. Yeah. You know, we want that ownership. And I think that's the big thing. Yep. Um, so anyway, so kind of cool, kind of cool, interesting from Cowboy State Daily. Yeah. Um, so some, some vaccine stuff. Um, Zach, I'll let you speak on this from the Sheridan Press. Um, are we getting some more uh, quantity of the vaccine? Yes. So it looks like, um, counties are preparing for the next phase. Um, you know, it's, it's a little interesting from what I've seen is, you know, as the Trump, uh, uh, administration phases out. The Biden administration is phasing in. Biden, I think, just announced his plan yesterday, and I didn't look. I did see there was some weird things in there. Um, but yeah, we are getting ready for another rollout of vaccines. Um, let's see here. This was when was the date on this? So January 11th, this uh, Monday. Um, Wyoming has used about 35% of the vaccines delivered. Um, and so now, and then I think. What was it there? Um, but we're still in phase one, really. Right. I mean, I don't even, I don't think we've gotten to phase. There's, so they released, you know, one, you know, here's category one, primary, whatever, all the way down to like 17 or something. Like sure. That. Well, we haven't even gotten to phase one B. <laughs> oh my <laughs> so gosh. We are, we are in there. Um, but if you are 70 years or older, um, I think you are eligible to get that vaccine. Um, I think teachers will be next on the list. I think they're one, right. well, not not quite, they're close. They're one seven, I think. Right, they're top three or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but they'll be, so they're in there. That, you know, maybe within the next, maybe at the end of this next rollout, um, vaccine sure. teachers will be. Uh, and we're going to talk about this in more depth, um, Zach, in our Give No Ground of this week. Mm-hmm. Um in regards to this, um, out of Sweetwater County, somebody made a comment about we are not at herd immu- herd immunity yet. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? We we weren't. When were we trying for herd immunity? Because you know, basic science herd immunity is you just go about your business and right. you know, like the Nordic countries did, is just like we're just gonna contact trace and yep live about our business. So yeah. I'm a little like what do you mean? Like, we're not like, we've got, you just said, we've got first rounds of vaccines. We're not trying herd immunity. Yeah. Yeah. This, and this, this is drives me nuts about like 
this is what we mean about people were moving the goalposts. They were changing the rules. Yeah. We weren't trying this. So don't say we're not even close to it when we're not trying it. Right. Really all this person was trying to say is we need to keep our mask mandates. And I say, screw you, yeah. you know, and I, that's a little, probably a little heated for this topic, but you're moving the goalposts again. Yeah. We yeah. have the vaccine. Yes. Now you're telling me the government's going to not roll these out effectively. I'll agree to that, but yeah. <laughs> don't tell me this means we got to keep with the mass mandates and all this crap. Um, when we weren't trying herd immunity, this is why, you know, we talked about the health official in Weston County getting mm-hmm. booted. This is what we're talking about is we have people up there that keep changing their minds and keep changing the yeah. rules. This is unacceptable. Right. Um, yeah, no, you're exactly right. I mean, we, and we all predicted this too, you know, we're like, Oh, well we get a vaccine and does that mean the masks go away? You know? And I think deep down we were think we were hoping yes. Yep. But of course now we're seeing, Oh no, no, no. You know, it's, yep. of course, of course the mask doesn't go away because only this many people can get the vaccine right now. So everybody else needs to keep wearing their masks. Mm-hmm. It's, it's insane. When does it, when does it end? Yep. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we're going to, like I said, we're going to go into this a little more in our give no ground, but this was from Sweetwater County. So that's state news. Um, this was reported by the Cowboy State Daily, but the, the, pay attention to your health officials and to your elected officials. Cause this just drives me bonkers yeah. when they just, they, they get in a circle and it's like, so what are you doing? Like, you're not really representing me, you know, cause I want to get on with my life. You know, I don't, I don't want to be policed, yes. you know? Um, cause I understand Zach, you're a te- you're, you're a student teaching. And you're going to be a teacher. So yep. you're going to be the one seven, you know, whatever one seven B I'm not. So I'm going to be waiting probably into the summer. Okay. Yeah. That's, I get it. You know, I'm not quote unquote priority, but you know, this don't be changing the rules on me while I'm sitting here just, you know, trying to run a business and trying to right. make a living. So right. anyways, I do want to point out too, they mention um, the wastewater studies. Um, and we talked about that oh, yeah. in September or October. Yep. Um, I don't know how accurate those are. I mean, we did see a spike, but we saw a spike two months later after they were looking, you know, like, well, we're going to see a spike again. Well, yeah. I mean, we, we already predicted that there was going to be a false spike, you yep. know, and again, this is what they're saying. There's going to be another spike. Well, I wonder if it's going to be the spring spike. People have been talking for the last few months. This is going to be a season. It's, and it's probably going to be two seasons in a year. It's going to be a spring and there's going to be a fall season. Oh, lo and behold, just like the flu. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so I, I, you know, they point to this like, Oh look, we're, you know, get ready, get ready. We mask mandates are going to become, you know, there's no reason to get rid of your mask mandate yet because a spike's coming. And like you said, we'll talk about this again in a little bit, but I just, it, you know, if people think that, you know, we were going to be, you know, just stay quiet and let it happen. Well, you're about to see what happens when you just yeah. stay quiet and let things happen. Cause right. you know, anyways, um, all right. Um, state news, good news. Um, I mean the legislative session met on the 12th, like Bo Biteman told us, um, yep. Some people were on zoom They're They're holding me- meetings via zoom. Yep. Shout out to Bo for being in the building, yes. in the seat. Yep. He was still on zoom, but he was in the building in his seat yep. on that day. So like many others, yes. um, I'm curious to see how long they keep doing meetings on zoom. I can't believe it. You know, we make our kids, Zach, your teacher, we make our kids meet in person. And I mean, this is, um, Bo brings this up many times in regards to gun laws, in regards to schools being safe zones. And I don't know where you stand Zach, but he brings up the same point. He's like, we have guards 
and stuff and we can bring guns into the Capitol building. He's like, but we can't do that for our kids. Yeah. He's like, that doesn't make sense. And then same here. Oh, but our kids can meet in person, but yeah, our, our elected body cannot. Right. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, shout out to Bo and any of the other representatives and senators that were there in person. There were quite a few. So, yeah. Um, uh, this is interesting. I got, I've got a little, um, tidbit here. So obviously the, uh, small business council, whatever federally they have released, they're trying to release a second draw of the PPP funds for mm-hmm. businesses. Um, some people have priority got this, the extra stimulus check, um, shout out to uh, Harker Mellinger here in town. Um, they gave me the heads up early Monday. And so hopefully I get it for my business. Um, what I think is super interesting from the Wyoming business council, they're going to try and hold a seminar next week on Wednesday, the 20th in regards to like how to apply and get these funds. I'm like, that's like a whole week behind. Like that's not going to help anyone. Like if we've seen from the state stuff and the federal stuff, like if you're not in now, we're recording on the 15th, you're out of luck. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and I understand this is a federal thing, and so the state has to try and get stuff together. I just, I don't know. Yeah, this should have been put together before it was even released. I mean, I mean, the Small Business Council, the federal one, announced Monday that they were going to do it. So it takes the Wyoming Business Council two weeks to try and set up a seminar? Yeah. yeah. Now, I wonder if, you know, most of the businesses here in Wyoming who applied for the first one are probably going to apply for this one again. I know my parents are, are talking yep. about doing it. So they probably already know what that process looks like and how to get yeah. that going. But again, yeah, if you're going to put this out there, this should be out there day one. Yep. And, and this is, I've heard from many businesses this was the gripe with the governor in the, the Wyoming business council on the last couple weeks of December with those last funds mm-hmm. is they only gave like five days for people to apply. But then, then they, they never, this is like, they're like backtracking here. Yeah. They probably heard the responses of like, you never gave us enough time and you didn't walk us through how to get these funds from the state level. Yeah. And so now the Wyoming business council is like, Oh, for this federal stuff, we'll do a webinar. It's like, yeah, but like you just said, like in, I received the first round of the PPP f- funds. Mm-hmm. I already know how that works. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't really need a webinar. Unless, you know, now yeah. they, they do go over some tax stuff. Again, though, it's like most of us are going to have a CPA or somebody that yeah. walked us through the other stuff. So I don't... It, <laughs> I feel like this is their attempt of like, Oh, we heard your calls, but it's like, yeah, but you're a week late, bud. Right. Like, yeah. Glad my taxpayer money's paying for this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, I don't, I mean, they mean, well, I'm not trying to bash them, but it's just like, you're going to be a week behind. Like the fun, I guarantee, I guarantee you, I'll make predict this, that this second draw of PPP funds will be gone by the 20th. Yeah. They will be, they, they will run out cause they didn't, they only did a billion, a hundred billion, which is a lot, but yeah. the first round was like trillions. So, um, anyways, so, yeah. um, talk about this Yellowstone. Yeah. Um, so researchers are still confused about this Yellowstone geyser and why it reawakened. Um, so the steamboat geyser reawakened tw- uh, in 2018 after four years of complete dormancy. Um, and since 2018, it's been erupting regularly. Um, before then, the, the eruptions were sporadic and inconsistent. Sure. And so what I mean by regularly, I think there's still a little bit of that sporadic in there, but it's 
it wasn't to the numbers it's of eruptions yeah, yeah. that have happened each year. Um, so 2019 saw the most eruptions uh, with 48. So this was the most in, re- in recorded history that they've seen this uh, geyser erupt. Um, and so the study says that these uh, eruptions are larger than any other geyser in the park because of the depth of the underground reservoir that supplies water. So of course, you know how they work. You have the underground reservoir kind of makes, you can't see my hands, <laughs> but it makes this cavern, you know, so imagine a big cavern and then imagine a narrow crack or, you know, kind of shoot that goes up to the surface, right? The more, uh, the longer that narrow crack is going to be, the more pressure that's going to build up in there. And so then it'll shoot it higher. Yeah. That's how these leaks work. Yep. Um, so I saw that. That's that's pretty cool. You know, people people get all weirded out about Yellowstone sure. and you know, whoa, why is this happening? And, um, <laughs> so I thought I'd throw that in there. It's pretty interesting. It's pretty cool. End um, of the world. I was gonna I was yeah. gonna cut you off and be like aliens. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. No. It's uh, it is fascinating. That's kind of cur- You know. It's yeah. Again, it's we don't. Uh, I think my big thing is we never know. You know, we we don't know at all. You know. Right. It's, um, yep. So that's cool. It'll be interesting to see if they can figure out what's going on. Yeah. Um, and that's the steamboat. So it's not the big one. It's not the like, right. It's not old faithful. Yeah. yeah. Cause if old faithful explodes, then we're dead. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got a Gillette author. We should try and probably have him on huh, yeah. Zach. He's a bestseller, uh, a thriller. Yeah. So a legal thriller. Um, yeah, I trashed Gillette last week in our episode. <laughs> so I figured I'd put something good in here from Gillette. Um, yeah, a, a legal thriller, so kind of like a John Grisham kind of uh, style story, but it takes a place in a here in Wyoming. Um, what's interesting is uh, he's writing under a uh, pseudonym. So, oh. you know, think like Ben Franklin and uh, poor Benjamin's almanac, right? Yeah. That, that's, he's not, it's not, he's not using his own name. Um, and the, the reason for that is because uh, he still has his own legal profession. So uh, he's trying, you know, there's some ethical issues there. Yep, sure, sure, sure. Um, so he's trying to show like, look, I'm not taking names, not taking cases from people I work with. Um, I mean, maybe is, I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> this is, that's the reason. Either way. Yeah. But uh, the author's name, James Chandler. Um, and I think the book is misguided or misjudged. Uh, okay. Give me one sec to check that out. Um, While you're looking, I'll say it's, it's about a troubled substance abusing veteran turned lawyer, um, in a fictional Wyoming County. So similar to kind of like Craig Johnson's, um, you know, Longmire, um, trying to help others and solve crimes. Also, that's interesting. He's kind of like a vigilante kind of, you know, he's a lawyer, I guess, but yeah. um, So he, he has, he's a, a lawyer just recently hired, but a former veteran in the story, the character. Yeah. um, Yeah. Yeah. And uh, not the author. Yeah. Right. (laughs) The author does say there are some, the, the character is sort of based on his, his life and his background a little bit. He was a a, a veteran and now a lawyer, but, um, yeah, so it's a veteran turned lawyer. Um, he's kind of got his own kind of personal issues just from being a veteran and some, some, some of those issues. So he's trying to wrestle with that while trying to help people at the same time. That's awesome. Yeah. It sounds awesome. It's uh, it made the Amazon, uh, bestsellers list. Um, so I was going to run over to Robbie sometime this yeah. week and, and have her order me a copy, but nice. Yeah. Uh, and it's misjudged, misjudged by, uh, James Chandler. Okay. And that's his pseudonym. Yes. Interesting. Cool. We'll have to check it out. Yeah. I was going to, we'll put, put this plug in here, Zach. I was thinking about this the other day cause we've talked about, uh, reading Sam Morton's book. You've been reading it already. The, where the rivers run North. Yep. And I thought about, you know, a cool series we could do is a book club. 
where yeah. I need to catch up with you on it. <laughs> but then, you know, we could put it out there and I don't know if people are reading it, they can comment and stuff and share yeah. stuff. So anyway, so we'll p- put that plug in here and maybe we'll see if anyone ever wants to like do like a book club with yeah. us and we can talk about books and stuff. I think that'd be kind of cool. Maybe okay. that'd make it more interesting, you know, like the river runs North, you know, we mm-hmm. can, um, you know, get Sam on and right. all that stuff. So anyways, yeah. um, all right. I think the big story statewide, you know, this is kind of in relays to national stuff. Yep. Um, Zach, I will, I'll kind of run through the events. Sure. And then you can, you can jump in here. So obviously Liz Cheney, our house of representative is getting a lot of pushback and even calls to resign because she voted, um, in favor of the second impeachment of president Donald Trump. Um, we are going to talk about this and give no ground a little bit, but just, um, I'm going to run through the evidence stuff, Zach, and then we'll get into this. So there, there obviously was a protest at DC last week and we all know that. Um, and you know, Trump did a rally and his words were, you know, uh, hundreds of thousands of people, you know, at Washington monument, he did say, you know, we have to defend and fight, you know, um, he did say that, you know, at his rally, um, there were plenty of MAGA hats, you know, MAGA gear, you know, it was a Trump rally. So, I mean, you know, you've got your conservatives, ultra conservatives there. Yep. Um, you know, he said this, you know, all of us here today do not want to see our election victory stolen or, or by emboldened radical left Democrats, which is what they're doing and stolen by the fake news media. Um, that is what they've done and what they've been doing. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. You don't concede when there's theft. Um, so this is the evidence that the House and the Senate you know, used as this is impeachment, yeah. um, you know, and, and then obviously everyone knows there was a mob that stirred the Capitol and then five people have died, um, from yeah. that. Yep. Um, so let's dive into kind of our thoughts here. I, I, from, from reading Cheney's statements afterwards, mm-hmm. I, I agree with her. I, I, I think this is not a time for us to sit on the party line and say, you know, I'm a Republican, so I'm just going to sit with Donald Trump. Um, You know, this is one of those things where he did say those things and you're kind of like, okay, was he, you know, this is where that, this is where like, um, what's the word? Uh, Yelling fire in a building. Um, Yeah. Incitement. Incitement. You know, this is a clear case of this could be incitement. Right. And now president Trump has said things like this before. Right. Okay. And that's probably his argument of, well, I've said stuff before. Totally. I get it. Right. But this is the line of, of incitement and free speech is you are at a rally Okay. We are, we are, you know, right now we're like six days to the transition, you know, that's probably not the right time to say that. And I think this is where Cheney is sitting of like, yep, totally like this, you know, he, he, you can say whatever you want at a rally, but not that, you know, in regards to, you know, we got to fight and, you know, all this stuff, especially when the house is about to vote and certify the electoral vote. So that's my thoughts, Zach. Um, what are your initial thoughts to a little bit? Yeah. Um, I won't get too far cause we're, we'll do it on the give no ground. Yep. But yep. It, the, the circumstances have changed compared to other rallies. Yes. Right. Like this is, 
the, the, the circumstances have changed. You have clearly lost. Right. And I'll, I'll admit there was a time there where I was like, um, you know, some, maybe, maybe, he lost, yep. maybe he did win and they're, they're stealing it. I went and looked guys. I went and looked, <laughs> I did the reading. I did the intelligence or the not intelligence, but I did the research, uh, the research. Yeah. Right. And, and you and I talked about this last week. If we faithfully believe in our system, then we have to take, we have, we can't say, all right, you know, they, they, they mess up. If yep. We are true that we have one of the greatest legal systems out there in the world. Then what they said is, is, is fact, right? They found, they looked at the evidence, they did it. And then, and there, there's, there's the answer. Yep. Um, so yeah, the circumstances have changed. You know, you, you can see incitement and there's, there are some who are saying, you know, is this not enough to say incitement? <laughs> I want to make it clear too. I'm not for impeaching him. I think, I think let him go with his tail between his legs. I think he knows he messed up. Right. Yep. Um, but if you're going to call on Cheney to resign over this, then I think your priorities are, are skewed yep. are in question. Yep. Um, and again, I don't want to get into it cause I, I'm going to get more on my soapbox when we go into the given. Yes. Ground. But, but that's what I think. Yep. No. And I, uh, I, I agree with you. That took, and she wasn't the only Republican, which mm-hmm. surprises, you know, now she's the only uh, representative for Congress in Wyoming. So of course she's going to get the brunt of it, but there, there were only what, 10, 10, 10 congressmen, yep. Republicans that didn't vote for impeachment. So, I mean, that tells you, you know, um, yeah. And I, you know, I, uh, yeah, it takes guts and we're going to talk about it more, but you know, I, yeah. Anyway, so it's, I think that's ridiculous we, she doesn't need to resign. That's yeah. dumb. And, you know, and anyways, so, um, Zach, let's, let's take a quick break and we'll come back in with ag and energy news. Sounds good. How do you want to do this? Do you want to do some more sponsors here or what do you think? That was 25 minutes. We probably don't. Yeah, I, I think we're, I think we can just, we break and I'll just come back in with some <laughs> music. Yeah. Cause we'll, yeah. And welcome back. We took a little break there. We are going to cover some energy and agriculture news for the state of Wyoming. Um, a lot has been happening, so which is good. Um, Zach, tell me a little bit about this. UW research team, they were microwaving some coal powder. That sounds dangerous. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I saw this in the Sheridan Press on Monday. Um, and yeah, when you read the title, that's exactly what they were doing. Like it wasn't some elaborate system where they're shooting microwaves. Like they took a microwave and put coal in it and like wrapped it in foil basically. And so it was funny because a lot of the the people involved and the, even the professor leading it were like, you know, we've been told don't, don't put metal in microwaves. <laughs> <laughs> and she's, she's like, part of the, the, um, difficulty with this was like changing the mindset of like, well, but why? Like, you know, it's so kind of going against what we've been told not to sure. do for so long. Um, I like it. So she says, uh, this method provides a new route to convert abundant carbon sources to high value materials with ecological and economic benefits. Um, uh, let's see. So they experimented, um, or the experiment was inspired by a sentence, um, written in a paper, um, 
they said microwaving graphene oxide saw a spark, but they didn't see, uh, but they didn't use any metal. Um, so again, let's uh, let's go over here. Um, you know, they're like, well, <laughs> we've been told all our lives not to stick, you know, forks or tinfoil yeah. in the microwave. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty interesting. Um, so previous research has shown that microwaves can be used to reduce the moisture content of coal and remove sulfur and other minerals. Um, some of these methods will require specific chemical pretreatment, I guess. And so what they were doing was they found that if they wrap it in uh, copper foil, the, if they wrap the coal in copper foil, there's no need for these chemicals to, to do that. And so then they can just straight up microwave it and it'll oh. reduce it. Um, I think that's what I'm yeah, cool. I'm saying. And so in, and it turns into nanographite. So that's graphene, yeah? Yes. Yep. Oh shit. Okay. So, all right. So you sent this to me and I was like, is this graphene? I was like, did we just find a way to make graphene out of microwaves? Um, this is huge Yeah. because I've got an inside scoop. My dad has been, he's been on the graphene kick for the last two years. He was trying to get in with the university of Kansas. I believe <laughs> they discovered graphene. And what they did is they accidentally exploded natural gas in a vacuum. Okay. And for whatever reason, which natural gas is a carbon, mm-hmm. it produced graphene powder. Interesting. And they're like, Whoa, because graphene, here's some applications for graphene. If you add graphene into concrete and makes it about, I think, at least over 20% stronger and it's lighter. Mm. So that okay. right there in construction is like huge. Yeah. So you've just made it cheaper, stronger and lighter. So concrete, um, people are trying to figure out how do we get graphene into obviously metals and plastics, right? Cause yeah. if it can do that to, um, concrete, it can obviously make steel, you know, any metals and plastic stronger. Yep. So this thing is highly sought after, right? Yeah obviously the university of Kansas, and then they teamed up with a company. They have a patent for that process of exploding it. Mm -hmm. Okay. They've been sitting on it kind of, you know, which I would, you know, that's a huge thing. So if, if UW just discovered, we can just microwave it wrapped in, especially if, um, what they did is this coal, coal powder and they wrapped it in copper Yep, and just microwaved it. That's huge. (laughs) That's huge for Wyoming. That's huge for the university of Wyoming. Um, Anyways, that's just mind blowing. Yeah. <laughs> I love these quotes from the professor. Ah, they kept telling us don't do that, but like, yeah, we, we did it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, it's like some Mythbusters kind of thing. Heck yeah. Oh, we're just going to test it. Um, we need to get her on, get yeah. this professor on. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely calling my dad after this and tell him like, did you know that they just put coal and wrapped in copper in a microwave? <laughs> I mean, it's obviously coal powder, so they probably have a process of sure. there. but anyways, that's kind of funny. Um, that's cool, man. That's yeah. exciting. No, yeah. that's good for, you know, um, that's great for the coal industry here, you know, cause I just named off a couple uses for graphene yep. and my dad has told me graphene also there's applications in tech, you know, like yeah, computers. It's, it's like a lubricant. Yes. Yep. So that's obviously highly valuable as well. So, yeah. um, anyways, um, so the UW extension school, uh, doing a workshop for, uh, some hemp, huh? Yes. Yep. So Wyoming hemp permits and testing updates, uh, the hemp grain weed management and soil information. Um, they're bringing some, some workshops to Cheyenne, Powell, Torrington, Wheatland and Warland. Um, so the, one of these, uh, workshops has already passed. It was on Wednesday, January 13th. The next one is February 3rd. So a couple weeks out. Um, and again, they're offered by the University of Wyoming Extension. 
Yep. Through the ag program, probably. Yep. yep. Um, and so those interested can attend the host locations. So you can go in person or via zoom, um, from your own location. So I, there's a zoom link, lo- um, in the, uh, shared and press. So we can, we can I link know, that we can if link we need it or it. do yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think there's a, a link to sign up just to put your name in there. Um, but yeah, so there's going to be a whole bunch of speakers. Um, they're going to be talking all things, you know, hemp and uses and, uh, you know, kind of what you need to know permits and, and all that kind of, uh, jazz. So, um, that's yeah, cool. It's exciting. Uh, education is, you know, we've been talking about. So this is, this is awesome. Educate man. Yes. Um, yeah, just, this is great. This is awesome. This is something we need to pursue. And I think, um, I think that, I think the people of Wyoming are finally understanding the difference between hemp and CBD versus marijuana. Um, there, there have been, I've talked to ranch managers and ranch owners. They are getting approached by people and saying, we will pay you this much, you know, a year to run a hemp farm. Huh. And they're kind of like, it's insane. You know, yeah. it's, I mean, it's a big, it's a big industry and, 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 and really it's because of CBD. Right. I think hemp will catch up in regards to like there's construction uses and other uses yeah. for it. Yeah. But the big thing is CBD and yes. that's the, but uh, anyway, so that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so February 3rd is the next one. Yes. All right. To finish out here, Zach, um, the Wyoming Oil and Gas Commission had a report. So I'll just run through kind of all this stuff here as a last thing. Sure. Um, for 2020, there were 15, or I should say 1,547 idle or abandoned wells. Okay. And again, the state has bond accounts for all of those. So they have funds provided by the operators when those were drilled. In, a, in an account. Okay. And the reason why they have that is in 2020, 1,100 of those were plugged. 44 of them were turned into water well, wells. So roughly we have 400 left. So remember there's that big article about, Oh, Wyoming has this abandoned well problem. And or no, we don't, we've plugged. We only have 400 left. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> cool down, you know, yeah. settle down. Um, so that's awesome. I think that's huge. Yep. Environmentalists, you can get off their back. We only have 400 left. We have the bonds in place. Just chill out. Um, for the end of the year in December, we have six rigs. So that's up two from the last time we talked. Um, you know, January permits filed was pretty small, 30. Okay. Um, and then, so for the month of October, so any reports on production is always a couple months behind. I think we've talked about this, but so the month of October in 2020, we still produced 7.2 million barrels of oil and 118 million cubic feet of natural gas. So still good. Um, I think the commission said that's still down about 20% on both. Okay. So, um, you know, so we're still missing out a lot Yep. in regards to that, this article by oil city news, um, our energy sector uh, was able to bring in tax-wise for 2020, 82 million. And that was better than projected. Yeah. This should be no surprise to anyone. Oh, weird. We still can get, (laughs) it still is providing us some revenue. 
this is a fact. This I, I'm not just BSing this. This is from the state and the commission saying this is what we got for the year. So even in a down year, we're still getting $82 million in revenue and tax revenue. Okay. From the fossil fuel fuels industry, we are going to go into depth a little bit more on the give no ground. Um, so anyways, but just, that's a fact for you. So again, fossil fuels coming in strong for Wyoming. Um, and I'll end out Zach. So we got, you know, in oil and natural gas, you got 82 million, the university of Wyoming, possibly finding a new way to use coal. So coal is not dead. You know, it's just dead in the sense of we're not going to use it for power. So, um, that is your state news and uh, energy and ag, man. Yeah.